Hey guys, this is Table 44. My name is Stefan, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. We took a little break for vacation, and we are back. And hey, Adrian, would you mind telling us more about this episode and what is coming up for the remainder of Season 2? Hey, it's me, Adrian, and I'm so happy to be back from vacation and Thanksgiving. We're ready for the new holiday season and for the new year. Ooh, Ooh exciting. I want to thank all listeners out there as we just reached over 1 thousand two hundred downloads so far we can't thank you enough for the support on today's episode we'll be talking about religion this is a two-part series in the upcoming weeks are you guys ready yes 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 cue the music Hey guys, this is Stephanie. This is Andre. This is Adrian. This is Stephanie. And this is Table for Four, a family conversation. conversation. So on today's episode, well, as, I- we, as, as Adrian mentioned before, we're talking about religion. Now, yes. this is something, a very controversial topic, but this is something that's very important. Um, if Andre, if you can introduce us to our special guest today, I'm super excited. Who's going to yes. be on the podcast today? My special guest today is one of my friends I grew up with, we went to high school with. We played baseball together. We did, was in a bowling team together. We did a lot of stuff together. And then after that, life went on. And here we are again. I see now I just follow him on Facebook. I see what he's doing. He's doing a lot for the community. He's doing a lot with his music career. And he's a uh, part of his ministry in his church. So his name is Delon Hall, a.k.a. Sir Hall. Oh, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Welcome. Yeah, what's good, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> so, so Sir Hall is a man truly gifted by God. Best known for his music over the years. As a recording artist, he boasts seven albums and six singles and one EP. He's also a man whose heart runs after God. He is an entrepreneur that specializes in everything music, songwriting, and media production. As a motivational speaker, teacher, photographer, videographer, and content creator, he is constantly reinventing himself to reach a multi-generational audience. So here we are, man. So what's going on, brother? Man, I'm doing great, man. I can't believe we're reconnecting right here, right yes, now, man. in this moment. My guy. Like, all our Fall roads up, stand lead. up. Yes, man. Yeah, bro. Like, all roads lead to this moment right now, bro. Really? You man, think so? Indeed. Yeah, things happen for a reason, Things, right? happen, for things a reason. happen for a reason. And it was so funny that you were telling me that you could, re- you know, you connected with him on social media. And I'm like, how did, I'm like, who is this guy? He goes, oh, we used to do this and this yeah, and this. And I, was, and I was like, wow. I'm you like, know, you Division, never, you division never, two champs. You never, you never told her? I thought, I, I thought you'd tell her everything. I did tell her everything. Oh. Well, well, I follow him on Facebook. You know, we, we both follow each other throughout the years. You know, I seen him grow. I seen him uh, have a family, get married through Facebook. You know, through all the pictures, you know, he's seen my pictures, and that's how we connected. And here we are. Sounds like like she didn't know about this part of your life. She didn't know this. <laughs> I didn't. This I didn't. No, you know, because she was after high school. <laughs> I was actually. It was all this in college. Like, <laughs> so Delon, this is my wife wait, wait, Stephanie. Like, all secrets are safe. <laughs> Hi, Stephanie. Hi, Delon. It's a pleasure seeing you, talking to you. How are things with you? How are things with your family? Man, everything is great, man. I'm a family of six, uh, four kids, two boys, uh, two girls. Um, nice. I can't remember their ages. I, I really fucked <laughs> up. So please. 
so yeah, they're, they're very close though. Nice. <laughs> so what, what, how old is your oldest? They're very close in age. My oldest, I think he's 11. I'm going to go with 11, but don't quote me. No quote. Maybe 12. <laughs> but but <laughs> I'm going to go 11, and they're very close. So I had them all one year apart. So it's like 11, 10, 9, 8, like that. Oh, Bang, nice. Knock them all out. That's it. Only one shot. Right? Oh, he said he knocked them all that's out. It, that's it. Once, once, once <laughs> the oven was open, the bakery was open, the man went to go deliver. Listen, it's from baseball days, baby. <laughs> knock them all out. <laughs> All right. all right, so all right, so Delon, I haven't seen you in so long, and then you see uh, going through your bio and stuff. You just started music seven years ago. So how was that experience for you? And why did you turn it's to music? Well, all I knew growing up was music. I actually at at the age of like maybe nine, ten, or younger, I always thought I was going to be a bum. That's when I was living in Guyana. I really thought I was going to be a homeless person because my grades were always failing. Um, I, I was never academically, none of the, my sisters were. So the only thing I, I concluded was I was going to be a bum growing up. But as I grew, I started playing the drums. I was good at it. Then I went to keyboard. I was good at it. And, you know, living in Guyana, South America, you know, having a musical career is not a career at all. You got to go be somebody real. But then we moved to this country, and then I realized, hey, that's something I can really do over here. So I really gravitated to music from, is, is what I was good at. And over the years, I've developed a lot more skills, realizing I'm good at a lot of stuff. But music is my outlet, is what I want to leave a legacy in the world. Um, and I just love it. And also as a Christian, I believe, I know a lot of people expect me to just do Christian music. I don't just do Christian music. I actually have a love album out uh, called Journey to Love. So y'all could check that out. Journey to and Love? It's, it's, yeah, it's, we are, we already it's checked it out. Lovers. Yeah, we already checked that out. Oh, you checked it? Yeah, I already checked it. Yeah, I'm in love. I'm in love. I'm in love. <laughs> oh, man. It, and you know why I did that? Because I felt I remember as a Christian, right? I'm at a party. We had a party, and when they start playing, Lord, you are good in your knees. I'm like, this is not. We're at a party. This is not a service. We said party music. But but here's the problem. If you try to play party music, it's either too raunchy, way too vulgar. Vulgar. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I really yeah. wanted to to start to bring out music that you can play in the party that talks about dance and talk about having a good time. You know, I really believe in the holistic person. So uh, part of my musical career is really to, to add to all the music that's out there in the world, to give people enough content to use for almost every aspect of their life. It's funny. Cause like growing, like being in school with you all those years, uh, I knew you had a talent for, playing the, the keyboard and the drums because when we had music class you, he would yeah, play the piano yeah. and then I knew your sister because her sister was a great vocalist and she was always in the choir she was yeah. always singing you know but I never I would have never thought that he would go into singing like having a music career after all these years really yeah I, I would think he would be like yeah. just doing the piano like behind the scenes like behind the scenes <laughs> and like <laughs> like being his sister's yeah. uh, you know a piano boy a piano guy or whatever mm-hmm. being doing all the instruments you know but here he is doing his own thing that's amazing yeah. The reality is I never wanted to be an artist. I always wanted to be a producer. Okay. So you're right. Like 
when I first got it, it was to produce. Yeah. But then I was producing so many songs and I had nobody to sing them. So what I did, I started to just do demos. I said, let me just make demos so I can give it to people. I'm like, this is what it sounds like. I need you to sing it like this. And nobody liked my stuff, right? So I just started doing a lot of demos and I started cleaning them up. And I realized, I'm like, man, this is good. So when I started to play for people. They're like, yo, this is good the way it is. Like, why don't you do it? And I'm like, me? Ah. And then I just started to try it in my church and people liked it. And then from then... I just said, all right, okay, you know what? I'm going to produce myself first, and then I'm going to go back and produce people. But I really, really love to produce people. I love to be behind the scenes. So is, is that why you won an Emmy for production, or I see you won an yeah, Emmy? Yeah, uh, the Emmy, well, Emmy nominated. Emmy nominated, uh, okay. was for, we did, I did the music for, what is it called? It was a children's show, Save Don't Spend. Um, they did a whole production, so I did the music behind it. Um, but we didn't run that year. We were supposed to go back to next year, but we didn't go. But it was nominated, so that was a big deal. Nice. You know. Um, it was good, yeah. man. You got seven albums. One, two, three, four. You got five albums, man. Your, yeah. current, your current one yeah. being Dominion. Dominion, yes. Oh, yeah. Dominion is out right now, man. I think that's one of the strongest album content-wise. It's not an album for the average religious person. It's an album for people, like I talked a lot on this podcast, my mindset is about taking dominion, and this is the intention of God for every human being if we decide to serve him, that whatever we do, we don't just live religious life, but we live dominion-taking life, where in every aspect of our lives, we control what happens. Mm-hmm. If we, we, we can heal ourselves, we don't need a pastor to heal you. If you have the kingdom of God in you, you know, you should be healing yourself from diseases and sickness. Um, If your marriage is broken and you're having a tough time, you should be able to repair that marriage. That's taking dominion, you know. um, Get your Kirk uh, Franklin on. So that's really what that album is about. (laughs) Say again? I said, get your Kirk Franklin on. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get your Kirk Franklin on. There's a lot of fun stuff in there, too. Yeah, man. I like to party. <laughs> but Delon, I just want to thank you for participating with us today. And I would just love to learn and listen and hear what you have to say with us today. So um, what's the first Definitely. question do we have for today for him? What is faith? Yeah. What is faith? So for me, faith is made up of many levels, right? Faith doesn't necessarily mean religious, I think, or does it? I'm not sure. Faith it's to me, believing in something. It's believing in something, right? Believing in yourself, believing in your in yourself in a sense that you have some sort of control of over your destiny in some sense. But that's just magical thinking, I guess, in that sense when it comes to faith. But I mean, me growing up, I was very, um, very religious. I grew up in a Catholic home. Uh, everything from the communion to baptism. So I grew up in a Catholic church. So that to me is, I'm very familiar with religion, but in the last few years, well, let me say decades. Decades, yeah. <laughs> being, being with Andres, that has changed a lot for me. So, well, so my faith has changed well, a little. Well, like, wow, Andre, <laughs> what you did? Ask him, ask him, ask him. He'll well, tell you. Well, it, it, to be honest, you know, I, you know, when we spoke on the phone today, I told him about 
about, you know, I grew up, same thing as you. I grew up in the ministry. My mm-hmm. whole family was, uh, they went to Prince of Peace right next to, across the street from the post office. That was our church. Everybody went there. You know, we, I grew up until the age of 16 going there, you know, and then from there, I just steered the other way, you know. And then after that, like, like I said, like I, I was telling him before on our conversation in the phone, it's like, I feel like you don't have to be in a building to worship and to have faith and to pray and to believe. I feel you. I feel you. I feel, I feel you on that. You know, my journey um, with my religion, I'm, I'm Christian. And um, I actually don't even subscribe now. And this is probably the last three, four years. I don't even subscribe. I'll probably talk about it a little later to the terminology Christians anymore. Um, I'm not sure if I want to get deep. But if I'm just talking on the surface, um, I identify with the Christian belief. And I have changed a lot. And I agree with you in some sense that you don't necessarily have to go to a local church to be a strong believer in God or to live for God. Um, I, believe, I believe the gathering of um, the saints mm-hmm. is important because we are all products of our environment, right? right. Uh, let's be honest. If you find a biker, you'll find his friends are all bikers, right? If you find somebody that's into music like myself, I got a lot of friends that are into music. We tend to kind of gravitating to people that yeah. are like-minded why because it helps to sharpen us right so if we are as dedicated to our faith and we want to grow in that faith we should find ourselves um you know wanting to link up with people that are like-minded and i think that's really the purpose of the church i think the church has really just been one dimensional throughout the years where we just cultivate worship services but i think we need to do much more oh what do you mean by that in terms so, of so in terms of like like social interactions right? ah, um, I think okay the, the the church is just designed for come and 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 it just teaches us the spiritual side of the human being right mm-hmm. so we know that we 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 have to grow in our spiritual side meaning right. we gotta pray our communication with god you know uh, we know how to live right live holy um but but the church doesn't cultivate um human to human relationship um very well so we when what what happens when we go to church we sit in the pew and we look forward there's no interaction really with the person next to you unless you're right. asked to say something really quick at the end of the and night then you finish <laughs> and then you go home that's right? it. Like, you shake exactly. hands you shake hands you break bread that's it it's thy neighbor that's what it's called right no but i thought <laughs> i mean in that sense in that sense of interaction i i you know i thought that when going to you know bible study or you know, being a volunteer, isn't that something that's mm. part of the community when you're doing that and participating? Or is it like, I'm just trying to understand what you mean by socializing more? Just in that well, sense. well so um, religion gets a, a bad stigma, you know, so. That too, that too. You know, but. so, you know, it, you want to make it enjoyable, you want to make it fun, you know, like, like me growing up, you know, I felt like it was more like a cult. What? It was just like, 
You can't wear this. Man, you can't wear that. You Old start women. throwing oh. out these words like <laughs> Delon. Listen, we're gonna be honest here. Delon, talk to here. him, please. We're gonna be honest here. This man is. Oh, come on now. He said he throwing the. Court. No, no, no. Listen, that's, listen, listen. That's another bad four-letter word on this table. You can't be using, my friend. Cultivate is part of that word. No, 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 no. Don't try to dig yourself I don't out think of that. That's for for the four, the beginning of the word cultivate. What was the four letters? Cult. <laughs> no, no, like, no. <laughs> but but in all fairness, you know, like I said, you know, like religion gets a back stigma throughout the years. You know, I have my one of my cousins. He when he was back in New York, he was going through some tough times, you know. And then uh, when everything went bad, you know, in his life, he just decided to move up, to move out of this New York State, go to another state. He ended up being a born again Christian, you know, and now he's like. He's doing. He's on going all these uh, retreats, missionary retreats, uh, Brazil, Africa. Yeah, but he's doing really great. Yeah, things. he's doing so really he's, good. You know, so he leaned towards religion. Yeah. To to believe in something like I guess he was like he felt helpless and hopeless. You know, so I guess when you know when times are hard, then that's when everyone gravitates to. But then, just like I said, growing up, we had that stigma where everything was like it had to be done this way. You can't wear this. You can't wear that. You have to. You know. Walk in a fine where, line. Where, where, what church did you the, go I to? I grew up Pentecostal, you know, so it, it's like, similar to Christianity. You know, it's, Pentecostal was rough, man. Yeah, Pentecostal was very fire and brimstone. You know, um, yeah, you have to dress very rigid. It's like very. I don't know. I see. I don't know. But what Delon was saying is that as everybody's gathering together in a place um, of worship, right? He was saying he was discussing about the pew. I, I think he should just definitely continue with that because I would love to hear more about that. Well, well, Stephanie, when you mentioned about socializing, uh, the aspect of, you know, like when you go to the Bible study, yes. Um, I think most of the socializing aspect that really we see in the church is for those that predominantly work for the church or have close family ties in the church or okay. decide to spend time after church is finished right. but that's a small percentage of the global percentage of a, of a of a ministry right so if you're looking at the global number the bigger number most people experience with churches just coming in sitting down listening receiving and going home and 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 then what 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 we find is that most people they have separate lives from their religion. So they have their church friends and then they have their regular friends. As mm. call them. Um, Double agent. So I think, <laughs> I th right. And I think that's a negative thing. And I think what the church needs to, to adapt more of is helping people to socialize in everyday life. So what did I mean by that is why can't a church host parties? Like, that's like the forbidden thing. Like, nah, yeah. church don't do parties. Yeah. What? But why not? Right? Like, like we, we, we have thrown out or we don't want to deal with anything that the devil has stolen and corrupted. Right? And, and, and when we know that, you know, Jesus really, um, God created everything. Like the dance. The church has gotten rid of dance. 
You know, when the Bible clearly says in so many scripture, dance unto the Lord, make a joyful noise. We don't shout. We don't say, you know, we've gotten rid of all these things. Um, I think that the church needs to do a better job at not just focusing on the spiritual aspect of the human being, but the social aspect of it. Um, so hosting parties, hosting gatherings, um, deciding to, you know, you know, um, having singles night. You know, hooking people up, you know, having family night and yeah. family day and, and and causing families to mix and mingle with each other um, in that environment of brotherly love and under the uh, the, the the Christian guides. I, I, I see a hand there. Yeah. Yes, Adrian. I have a, que- I have a question. Um, I feel like you should have like a party like. Every once in a while, we shouldn't like party often. Like maybe I have like a party, maybe like once a month. I feel like that'd be like an appropriate party. Maybe yeah, like once yeah, a month. It could be once a week, once a month. You know, but like maybe it's... not too often because it can get a little chaotic if you have parties like kind of every day because you got to clean up all the messes and all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And okay. All that stuff. But I feel like. But what would be I, the purpose of the party? Like, let's say you just want to do a gathering. What would be the purpose of it? Is it just like, just have Maybe people... Maybe just take our mind off of... Celebrating religious things. Okay, talking about religious things well, and what else? Celebrating. Oh, celebrating religious things. Okay. Well, what I'm trying to say, maybe like, just take a second to take a breather and, you know, just hang around like some of your homies. Yeah, yeah your church homies, you know? Your church, church homies, homies. Yeah. 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 But just, but just like yeah, in yeah. general, just like... Being around, being around your friends and just maybe having like a good time. You don't have to always be religious all the time. You can just enjoy yourself at the party and just talk about right. things that you want. Not of just, course. not just only it, have it to be religious right, things. Right. When you have one of these gatherings, you know, yes, you, you will be talking about faith and religion. But at the same time, you're going to get to know the other person, you know, because you basically you just see them in church all the time. Now you're, you're, you're taking them out of there, that setting. Now it's more like an intimate one-on-one now. You can get to know this person more besides just what you have in common. But what is it that they have in common? It's the church. Right. Right? So that's not a bad thing. But I think what Delana is trying to say is that there, there has to be some connotation to kind of elevate that relationship amongst the community and with God and itself with the human person. Yeah. Right? So I think that's right. very interesting to hear that because I've never, I personally never heard that from anybody else. It really was just about the importance of gathering together at one time, uh, you know, showing your faith and talking about it in a way that's in your own sense, how you feel about right. whatever denomination you are practicing that is very important to continue and follow those guidelines. So to me, to hear that type of socialization is very unique to me. So I, I, I was like, I never even thought of it that way. That's what my man. Stephanie, what's the greatest commandment of them all? I'm sorry, what was that? What is the greatest commandment of them all? According to the Bible, right before Jesus um, went back into heaven, he said, I pray above all that you love your neighbor. You love your neighbor. As yeah. you love yourself. As you love yourself. And he said, this is the part that we missed. He said, this is the greatest. There is no greater commandment than this. Than this. Nullifying 
every other commandment, not to say that we, we don't have to follow none of them, I'm not saying that, but he's trying to put great emphasis that as we live on this earth, our job is to find ways to treat others and to connect with others the way we want to connect with ourselves. And when I look at that and I think about, well, how do I treat myself? You know what I do for myself? If I make a mistake, I forgive myself like immediately. <laughs> and I right. want people to pretend like, you know, like um, I ain't do it and keep it moving and, you know, bring me back into the circle. I want to be treated a certain way. And I, and I, and I think the church has really missed this, 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 what's the word? This human to human interaction that God values on a high level. And we've just focused so much on individuality, spiritual growth. Um, and really cultivating a healthy relationship, um, I think is one of the greatest lack um, outside of um, romantic relationships and, and just a friend-body relationship, I think the average human, especially in the city, we don't really know how to hold human relationships that well. You know, um, and, and, you know, I just, think, I, I, I just think we need to put some more emphasis there. Right. So when you think of the word religion, what does it mean to you? You mentioned before that you are a man of faith and that you follow the Christianity. So what is it that you feel like you can do in terms of helping promote that socialization through your religion or through your faith? Well, I, I try not to get too deep with this kind of conversation because it opens a can of worms. <laughs> so we don't want to. We don't want to open that can. We don't want to open the can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we don't want to. One personally, when whenever I hear the word religion, I don't raise my hand because I, I personally don't identify as a religious person. And without getting too deep and too technical, why? Because I, I believe once you label yourself as a religious person, you are one of the many religions. I believe religion is a form of godliness um, that denies the power of godliness. So then the question is, what am I? I believe in the kingdom of God. I believe that Jesus came to establish the kingdom of God. When you read the Bible, you 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 see it so many places where the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Um, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. In Revelation, you see where it talks about the kingdom of this world now become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ and who shall reign. So there's a lot of kingdom message there. Um, and even the, the you, you don't see Christianity in the Bible except for when we were labeled that by unbelievers, actually. Unbelievers. Um, I was going to say unbelievers. I was just going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My unbelievers. So even to take that name doesn't fully describe, it partially does it, but doesn't fully describe, I believe, the holistic idea of what the work of the cross was there to do, which is for us to become kingdom people. And when you think about kingdom, it speaks about having dominion and having reign and ruling over everything that's on this planet. And when I say everything, that's including the animal kingdom, all the systems of the world, uh, the money system, relationship systems, um, 
any system, the sickness, sickness uh, kingdom, we're supposed to be dominating and ruling and, and dictating what happens in that kingdom because we represent the kingdom of God. Um, so that's my standpoint without getting any deeper uh, with religion, <laughs> um, that I'm not religious. I'm a kingdom of God person or I am the kingdom of God. If that makes sense. <laughs> it does make sense. And I feel like with okay. the understanding of community, everything is built on foundation and mm -hmm. you cannot build kingdoms if you don't have foundation. Exactly. So beautiful. So when you, and if think, you don't have a leader either. Right. And what is it that you need to lead with? What do you lead with in life? Now it's not even about leading in life because of, of just, just trying to be a leader, but what, why be a leader? What's the purpose well, of being a leader? I think the reason you should be a leader is because you need someone to like push you through it. Mm -hmm. not, like, con not control the civilization. <laughs> it's okay. Spit it out. I know you got some missing teeth. I know. It's okay. Um, to help like control your civilization. Now, when you say control civilization, what do you mean by that? Do you like Social hierarchy. Social hierarchy. Are you throwing these big words at me? Like, hello. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so when we when you think of in its entirety, I think of it as like a pyramid because I have pyramid. the pyramid of uh, what was there's um the. Politariats. What? What? Okay, hold on, hold on. Bolsheviks. Hold on, whoa, 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 whoa. You talk the about elites. the you talk about the bourgeoisie. Yes. This, the okay, bourgeoisie. listen, listen. Okay. When we think of leaderships, right? As parents, we want to be leaders you guys in our community, right? You we guys want are like at the top of the pyramid. No, no, no. Not not the so top of the basically social a pyramid. That's right. Exactly so, so, what I like, said. so like the people who have ranks on the Oh, we're, we're peasants? <laughs> no, we're not peasants. Listen, listen. I know. You guys so, are my slaves. Oh my oh, god. Don't, 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 don't say that. Don't say that. Don't say that. And then like the, the like the middle of the pyramid is like citizens. Right. And the top is like the leader. Right. So Delon was talking about that we can be leaders in our own kingdom. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So I agree. so our bodies are temple, mm -hmm. right? So temples represent temple. Um like, Delon, do you mind? Can you define that temple? Your body is your, a temple. Can you define that for me? Uh, is it like full of surprises? I would say it's a place that hosts uh, the an eternal, an everlasting being. Mm. Well, I don't think like we can like last for that long. Well, well, well the spirit well, does. The spirit does. The spirit does. Listen, the, our whole world, our whole existence is made up of energy. Yes. You know, so we. Uh, that made of blood, bones, and meat. No. Well, that's scientific. Besides that, that's besides that, that's a scientific. <laughs> but from the faith point of view, from the sci another scientific point, it is a scientific. Like if you put a thermal camera in front of us, you will see your aura. Yeah, that's you energy. Will see your energy. That's energy for sure. You know, and is you can feel big? that energy when you walk into the room. When you have a strong presence, people feel that. Yeah, 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 for sure. And that's and then, that's when, the when somebody's in a bad mood. You feel the negative energy also it's because because you guys so walk, because you guys walk behind me, I'm getting shit around my back. And, and I'll like, give you an example. No, 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 no. What what's what your dad is saying is that leadership comes from presence, presence having right? A, having a foundation, having a presence. So God is a presence, right? Is he everywhere? 
He's everything and everywhere. Is he me? He is you. Well, it depends on your understanding of it. I'm God? Now you're being funny. Now, now you're just being... Ooh, nice, nice, nice. We're not God, but we have God-like abilities. Ah, see? See? Right? There you go. So, so for example, you're not your dad, but because your dad and your mom made you and you came from them, you have abilities like them. You look like your dad, trust me. When, when the camera came out, I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like and I'm sure, yeah, and I'm sure they will tell me that there are things that you do that they probably never taught you that you do that is exactly like them. Oh, they, they do a lot. A hundred percent, for sure. But I just wanted to take it back, like as being leaders in the community, how can we be a an example of those in the kingdom of where we are? Right, whether is a, a in the community or in school or being a parent or however that is, how is it that the church can help us move that along in a way that we can be contributors to our community and, 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 and show that there is one more than one way of practicing faith and practicing religion and other domination. Like how do we continue with that? Because we have to learn ourselves first, right? We have to understand ourselves first. And I think it's so important that us as parents, we don't necessarily teach the kids about religion because that's just a touchy subject for me because Andres and I have very different views. So how can we teach them to understand themselves and then they can them themselves can make the decisions of what faith, what religion means to them? Like that I can't I can't answer because I am not. I'm not in that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I think I think the first thing is to recognize what you said, because you both have different views. Um, it's going to be hard to teach right. as one if you both have separate. You know what I'm saying? So you kind of have to um, conclude that right. area first, because uh, then you both are just going to teach separate things when you can, um, and then. The, you know, our kids would just pick and choose whichever one they want to float with. Um, but how do we be examples? I think, I think the, how can I put this? The church, we have been taught, how do I be an example as a leader or a Christian leader in my community? The way I do that is by talking, I tell somebody about the goodness of God. I, I, I verbalize. Mm -hmm. um, that is one aspect, right? But I believe, once again, it's a, it's, it's, it's a limited aspect. I think a louder or, 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 or a more impactful way to be a leader is by action, right? Mm -hmm. um, if you act and, you know, what they say, action speaks louder than words. Action speaks louder than words, yep. Yeah, if if you can show, and I've seen this in my life, because I can show that I can raise a family like you guys are doing. You know, we're together. We don't see eye to eye on everything, but look, we're still making it work. Look at our family. We're growing successfully. That alone is a testament for somebody to come along and be like, hey, how do you do that? And when they ask that, then you can minister, as we would say, in, in, in the minister to them. Um, 
and tell them what are the things that you do that make what you guys do work. Um, in, in finances, um, I think that's another place we lack in you know the church is just not rich enough when our bible is littered with with commandments to be the head and not the tail to to be prosperous to have more than enough and all this extra stuff um but we lead not just by telling somebody you need to be rich but by you first being rich and being managing companies and being able to have all these homes and stuff and then out of that you can minister to people so I think we should strive, like you mentioned, Stephanie, to be example first, right? You know, um, and then as we are acting it out, we be example. I see that hand. Yeah, you Go see the hand. It. Go ahead, Adrian. Well, I feel like I feel like words would have more. The only reason I'm saying words is that, like, for example, like speeches, because speeches, like. Like they influence a lot of people because, like, some make for example, uh, the president he has to say a speech. <laughs> he's on he's on live he's on live television, and he has to say some very important words and some very important news. Um, yeah, but it's, it's still not important. True. I'm gonna it... say something not true. I'm just saying. Okay. An example. Hmm. Um, turkeys are now chickens. <laughs> he takes. <laughs> He takes the he uses the words and he spreads the information just like religion. You spread the religion out with the words, but sometimes it isn't about words. Sometimes it's about actions. Hey, but I'm not a turkey. You're a chicken. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so so random. Sorry. Continue your thought. I'm sorry. He he interrupted your thought. So you're saying that he's sending the message that might not necessarily be true. Like propaganda. Prep, okay. oh, just throwing the words at me. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Drink your drink your water. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, but um, yeah. Sometimes they could be lying. Sometimes it could be true. But how can you distinguish that? That's the thing. How but can we you can't. Dis- we don't know if it's loser lie or a lie or truth because it depends on like the kind of subject. Like I'm gonna use another example. Like religion. Yeah, but you know in your heart it's not true. How do you, but that's the thing. How do we know? How how do we differentiate what is the truth and what is well, the lie? I mean he's a good salesman. That person <laughs> you know, like he's, he's pitching he's pitching the right idea he's to everyone. He's pitching just, it. Everyone's drinking the Kool-Aid now, you know? Oh boy. I, that's another, that's where the world cult comes in then, um, huh? Yeah. This is that's more appropriate. The word cult what, in what that. The president said um <laughs> curtains and out chicken skin. Boy, I don't even know where you are going with this. Turkeys are now chicken skin. I have no idea. I have no idea where you're going with this. You're 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 gonna confuse us. You're gonna confuse our guest, and he's not gonna be able to answer any questions. Let me ask a question though. So if he says curtains are now chicken skins, right? That's what he said. That's what he said. Yeah. How do you know that is true? Or do you believe that? No. Why don't Why? you believe it? Well, I just don't think that the curtains would just be chicken skin. But why do we think so? Yeah, but why do you think so? Hmm. You can't be throwing out these. No, because you know, <laughs> deep down in your heart, it's not. It's not real. Well, no. well, no, well. Me... Uh, what if it was beef jerky? Oh, here we go. Okay. No, no, what? I didn't hear you say that again. He said, "What if it was beef jerky?" 
I mean, you sound like somebody that's hungry and not really ready to talk about this conversation. I'm Seriously. Well, let me tell you why you won't believe him. You know why? Because you have experienced curtains to be curtains and chicken skins to be chicken skins. See? You have real life experience and that's the actions. He's just throwing the knowledge on you. The curtain, I'm confused right? now. You you are confused. <laughs> you guys are confused and now I'm confused. You're the one that's talking about chicken skins and curtains. Right, let's move on. Just move on. <laughs> let's move on. Yeah, let's like move on. He's basically saying since you already know what a curtain feels like and that's part of your life, you're gonna say it's not true. It's not it can't be chicken skin because the curtains are made out of cloth and nylon and cotton. Why are we still talking about <laughs> curtains and chicken skin? <laughs> we're still talking about it. <laughs> this is gonna be on the outtake. <laughs> Better blooper. Let me put on the blooper. No, don't put on the blooper. We're talking about chicken skins. <laughs> I can't right now. Like, what if I, what if I eat let the curtain? Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. What if the curtain tastes moving like forward, chicken skin? No, when it tastes forward, good, when it tastes forward. like fabric, like cool, are you, what, moving forward, I, moving forward. <laughs> so, as as parents, as leaders, Delon, what? What would you say to somebody who does not believe in God? What would, what would be the message that you would tell them? Or, you know, if it's about experience and life experiences, what, as a person of, of faith and a person that has experience, how would you impart education and, and religion or faith to someone else? Wow, that's a very broad question. Um, yeah, we don't want to get deep all, because I don't want to open the can of worms. So that's I'm leaving it. <laughs> I'm leaving it in the surface. <laughs> well, I mean, for me, I I believe in a personal testimony, right? A testimony for me is my personal experience, what I have went gone through. You know, you can't, you can't. Nobody can tell me anything that. I have not experienced myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I am to, this is a harsh example, if I'm to slap you in the face, um, right? and I say, no, you didn't get slapped in the face, <laughs> you'll be like, no, I did. Why? Because I felt it and it hurt, right? And that's a real experience for you. And because you've went through that trauma, um, when you tell that story, you know, people believe it because of your experience. It's just like somebody has, that, that's gone through something really crazy, like rape, or they've been poor. I was homeless for one time, and then now I'm not homeless no more. That becomes their testimony. And when they tell you that that journey and how they've come came, came out of it, it just connects with the spirit man of the person of the other person and for me when i'm sharing religion i, I share my personal experience I, I, share, I share how i was a church kid growing up in the church a pastor's kid mm-hmm. and having been forced to go to church but i had to come to a place where if i didn't experience god for myself and there's many things i can talk about there um and see that god is really for me and have to go through my stuff and come out of it. That's how I know um, God is for me. Yeah. It's good. Mm-hmm. So for me, again, it's all about that personal experience. And if, and usually if you don't have a personal experience, um, 
third party experience doesn't last long, you know, you got to experience it for yourself. Uh, um, yeah. So, so how does one come to like, you know, cause, cause uh, you know, when I used to go to church, I see like every time people go into prayer, uh, they start feeling, you know, what, what what do they call the Holy Ghost, and they start crying. And everything. <laughs> Why is he laughing? Why is he laughing? <laughs> Why is he laughing? I want, can I say this? Holy Spirit, activate! 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 Sorry, sorry, taking it back. Sorry, sorry, sorry. We distracted. I'm sorry. You know, because like, when I used to go to church, I see people like crying and stuff like. I used to be like in between. When I was a kid, I used to be in between the aisles, like going to sleep underneath the the benches and stuff. But the Lord said it himself that he felt like when he was a, a kid that he was forced to go to church yeah, too. I felt the same way. I mean, you know? I don't really think yeah. I was. For- well, maybe. I I think that, for- that was our thing. Yeah, yeah right. That was our thing. Right, uh, right, right. Sundays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays. That was like our thing every every week. Right. Right. Tuesdays was Boy Scouts. Thursdays, uh, I forgot what it was. And then Sunday was like the main like sermon. I went I went to mass on Saturday night. I went to uh, mass on Sunday. And then I have religious classes uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah, that's how I was. You know, and we did it because my grandmother, was when she was here, that was our family thing. You know, we all, everybody in the family went every Sunday. Mm-hmm. But isn't that, isn't that the whole purpose? Like, what, like, what are the benefits of going to church? You know, it's again, it's about the socialization. Maybe it's, it's like letting out some feelings, maybe some grudges that you have. Why does it have to be with grudges with me? Yeah. What's like what? Like what if the person? No, no, no. Like- I'm saying, I'm saying, like, what are the benefits of going to church? Right. And essentially, like, we're we were forced to go as kids, right? But what was the benefit of us forcing you to church? Well, I don't know. Let me neither. Well, well, that's part of like what? what well, he felt. Look at this guy. This guy fell asleep already. He's knocked out. But, it's late. It's <laughs> late. It's late. No, when we talk about uh, it's late. Yeah, we talk about culture. You know, growing up, that was all culture. You know, we grew up going to church every Sunday, right? And that was like, you know, when my grandparents, when they were in El Salvador, they were the same thing. You know, they were that was their thing. Growing up in in the woods and everything back home. Delon, can I can I ask you what is your background? Uh, Pentecostal. Pentecostal. So then, yeah. are you from? The Caribbean? Are you from what part? It's from the Caribbean, Guyana. 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 South America. So yeah. when you when we take that into consideration, like myself, my family is Puerto Rican, and we were Catholic. Andres's family was from Salvador, Salvador Pentecostal. Pentecostal. So I think a lot of it comes down to culture as well. Mm-hmm. But the benefit of it is mm-hmm. because we come from large families. We've come from large communities. Large communities. So I think the the benefit is really because of unity. I think that's the whole purpose, I mm-hmm. think. But, you know, when you're told, like, that if you're forcing them to go to church, it's not fun. <laughs> it's not fun, you know. Like, when, you're, when you're a kid, like, you know, like I said, I'm pretty sure the line I had similar experiences. Like, oh, come on, we got to go on Sunday? We got. <laughs> I want to stay like, We had to go to Sunday school in the morning. Yeah. And then we had to go back four hours later to go back <laughs> for, the, for the evening sermon. You know, like, Non-stop. oh, my God. Like, this... <laughs> Was it stressful? And we only went because we were forced. It's, you know? Exactly. Well, was it stressful? You know, and, 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 and my thing is, my was thing it, is, was it stressful? Uh, I mean, it, it's sometimes only because it was long. I didn't mean to cut Daddy off, but I think 
Yeah, it was three hours long. Yeah, it was, it was three from hours six long. To nine. Yeah, it was long. Three hours long. That's yeah. a lot of time. And we had to do our homework before we left, so we had to get everything done, and then get dressed, and then go to church. Banana reach. You had a good. You had three hours, bro. We had uh, ten to eleven. What he said? How long? How long? You had, you had three all hours. Day. Yeah, it was from. See, like his is all day. Yeah, see. Yeah, it was from ten, yeah, ten to crazy. ten to one for Sunday school. You go home, have mm-hmm. lunch, and then come back. Everybody be back by five thirty from six to nine. And during those hours, they had like children hours where they take them to for the children's Bible Bible studies in the downstairs mm-hmm. for like an hour with the kids. And we go through like the whole story about, you know, Noah's Ark and all So as a kid, you know, they, they try to make it, you know, more educational for kids growing up. I think it's more about relata- relatability. I think that when they share these stories, it's about finding the fun in it to kind of keep them interested. Interested. <laughs> you know, but yeah, there was times I find myself like dozing off. And I'm like, see, see, see but my, my thing was now that I'm older, I find myself wanting to go back. Wanting to go back. Delon, this is news to me. Delon, this is news to me. The Lord is moving. The Lord is moving. Let him move. It's ready to move. See, and, and when I see like, like when I see my buddy here, my boy, like doing his sermons on Facebook, the live stream. You there, feel motivated, I, I, don't I feel, you? I'm gonna feel motivated because this is that he's the type of person that I want to see up there. That's gonna motivate me to, because she's, to go. Because he's shared your experience. Exactly. Because he's relatable. It's because it's somebody that you can see yourself. And I love his messages, you know? So Right, right. Because he's like a leader to you. Exactly. He's right. like an influencer. Yeah. <laughs> he's a content creator. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, but when I think... But my thing is, is that as, as you see somebody, he doesn't necessarily have to be having a religious message. His message could be anything that relates to you. Again, it talks about life experiences and things like that. Right. If he's relatable to you... Why not follow him? Why not say, hey, I, I like this guy. This guy has a great message. You know, what, what, what is it that you want to bring to the table? You know, and I think religion is, it gets a bad rap only because a lot of the ideas are wrapped around little kids being forced to go to school all day. And then, you know, not having the free time to do what you want to do. But church is more than that. I, I think, I think personally. I think now it is. Now, now that I'm older, you know, like, you know, like, like. So, when are we going then? It's just when we going. Sunday, 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 Sunday. When we going? <laughs> well, it depends. I work all these crazy hours. See, so. see, Delon, he's throwing the excuses at me. <laughs> you don't need a bu- you don't need a building to practice. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. Practice. Okay, you see. It's but Stephanie, one. I think you hit the, the nail on the head. I think one of the biggest, one of my biggest problem, even as an adult, with my own church that I go to, um, is that one, we've been over-churched, right? Um, I do believe that we need foundational truth, like we send kids to school to learn the foundations. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff that they're going to learn they might not use, but they need to know the basics, reading, writing, um, math. You know, you know, those are the basic things that they need to know because we're going to use those in our lives, right? So I think they need to go to Sunday school to learn the basics of the word. But the problem with the church is we have lost we have we haven't been good at making the word of God relatable to real life. Here is what the Bible says that the that godliness is profitable in this life and in the life to come. Mm. Right? We focus on the life to come, but we don't focus on in this life. What's present? So, like our verse, mm. the, 
present. Mm. So like Andreas, I'm going to church, 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 church. But when I evaluate my life, 90% of my life, I, I need to make money as a man. I need to provide, yeah. you know. The, the church is not helping me really on, in providing because our messages is just geared to the spiritual aspect of a person and not the natural aspect. And there's tons of natural laws and natural things that I had to learn from myself along with my bishop's teaching that really helped me to see the relevance of going to church as an adult. Mm. You know? it's, it's so funny the way he says Relevant, <laughs> relevant. Like when you think of something that is relevant, like I know with now, this time in particular, COVID has been the culprit of a lot of things happening in life, right? COVID has affected everyone. Everyone in some sense, right? So what are we having? We're having the isolation. We're not having the connection with the human. And like you have to like stay apart. You have to stay apart. There's there's a lot of death that's happening. Illness, sickness. How can, how can we place our faith in something that we can't see? Right. A lot of people that I've known personally said that they don't believe in COVID. Right. However, the science, however it is, people still to this day do not believe believe it's fake. It's propaganda. It's a message that's false. That's the same thing I feel like same with religion. I feel like if people are trying to give a message, however it is, scientific or however it is, people still do not believe it in, in that sense. So for me, it's always about trying to find common ground, as you mentioned before, with life experiences and finding a common ground in terms of being yeah. relatable. Right. Yeah. And Definitely. And I can't, I can't even stress how much I miss the church because I missed that connection pre-COVID, pre-COVID. Let me, let me just be clear. I missed it pre-COVID and I missed the opportunity to have my kids involved the way that I was involved when I was younger. I found interest in it when I, when I was older, not so much, you know, like five, six, seven, eh, not so much. But I found good friends, like I found very good friends that were friends from school and that friends from church and friends from the community that I connected on a different level. And I was able to connect with my family, but my family, some went to a Lutheran church, some went to a Catholic church. So there was, I had different parts of the family that we had different dominations, but we were still, there was still a common ground that whatever it is that you practice, that it's respected and it's what, it's what's good for you. So I just found it. I miss. I miss that. I miss that part, and I'm. And I. It mm-hmm. sucks for me that I didn't have that part for my kids either. See, I. I did my communion. You know, I was baptized. I never did my confirmation, and I never got married in a church. Me, those are the things I wanted. I wanted my kids to be baptized. I wanted my kids to have communion. But that's again, when you mentioned it before, it's about commu- like that having that culture. And having that tradition in the family and things like that. That's how I like wanted to do things. But Andres shut me down. Shut it down, bro. I'm yeah. Like, Yo, we don't do that. I don't do that. Yeah. You know, like we do christenings. We don't do baptism, stuff like that, you know. But like I said, that was my aspect. So when we had, we, we, we clashed, you know, when we had, she asked me, um, can we baptize them, something like that? And I said, no. You know, because I'm like, the, well, how? Like, we don't. Battle, we haven't been to church in so long. The battle of the century. Yeah, I'm like, we haven't been to church in so long. Why would you decide now to even? But do you this? just said that you don't need to have a building to go 
and practice religion. Well, but it's true. What about baptizing? It's true. You it's need true. a building to baptize? So you, you, you better come correct. Which one okay, is it? Okay, I'll give you some water. I can make it holy and do the symbol. What? Thing. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. Uh. no like, the whole point <laughs> is like... I, ha- I have a funny I joke. I, I actually joke. baptized my kids um, this summer at the beach. Okay, that's um, because yeah, I wanted uh, my kids to be baptized. They all expressed to us that they wanted to be baptized. We we never forced them to do it. Uh, that's one of the things me and my wife we we decided to do. That that even though don't get me wrong, they, I believe there are some things that as parents you have to decide for your kids. Like they go to church, like. We don't give them an option there. Um, but they decided that, you know what, they want to go to church. And we've done a marvelous job at making going to church relatable. Um, so I baptized them because, long story short, my church was playing games, wasting time. So I said, you know what, when I look at the word, um, uh, the, 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 the credentials to be baptized is very simple. If you have a desire to be baptized, you don't have to go to a baptismal class. You can be baptized, period. As long as you're ready and you're ready to confess and you understand what it means, you can be baptized. So I did it uh, for my children. Um, The other thing is, here is what I use for the barometer for religion. And again, you don't hear this from church. If you cannot find personally as a grown-up, I would say as a grown-up, um, if you cannot find the benefits for doing, following God, following Christ, then it's not worth doing. If you look in the Bible, it's very clear. Even for giving, God says, give, and it shall be given back unto you in a good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. So these are commandments that God has promised us. Like, you know what? If you serve me, this is what's going to happen immediately back for you. So I think what the, a lot of times what Andre is expressing is the heart of a lot of folks. I just feel like I'm doing this religious exercise. But when I stop and I think about it, I'm like, what's the benefit? I don't see it. Sometimes we're missing it. Sometimes there's a lot of benefits that we don't see and we might need somebody to help us to see it. But sometimes there aren't any benefits because we're just really doing a religious exercise. And to go back to my point, this is why religion is bad. But if you you acknowledge that you are part of the kingdom of God, it changes your mindset and your your mind shift. Yeah, and and this is is what... Well, what you know when, when we because she what she wanted to do it when he was first born or like I think when the second one was born. I'm trying to remember. I wanted to do it for both. For both, and then I had a problem with it because I'm like, you know, we haven't been to the church in so long. Why, you know? And then, and then a few, so we, we kind of like argued about it, and then we left it alone. Years later, she comes back to me and brings it up again. And this time, I said, "You want to do it? Fine." I. I I didn't give her any fight. I was like, yeah, you want to do it? Fine. I agreed to it. I said, times have changed. Do it. And now she's arguing with me on why I'm, I'm deciding to do it now. I'm, you know, I'm like, you know what? And my whole thing is like, you know, like I want them, I don't want them to be pressured into it. And I want them to make their own decision. No, if they, no, no, if no, they no. find the right person no, no, to no, get no. married. Listen, 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 mm-mm, listen. Mm-mm. 
Listen. No, I'm not listening. Listen. No, listen. not listening. Yeah, listen to me. No, Linda, not. come on, Linda. Listen, no. Linda. Listen, no, listen, no. Listen, Delon said that he didn't force his children. Exactly, and I don't want to force them either. I but there them. are some decisions that the parents have to make. Right, but this wasn't one of them. That wasn't one of them. No, he. he they came up to him and uh, told okay, him. Okay, how are you gonna? Yeah, how's a one year old gonna tell me? Listen, I said. Oh, so you just okay? Right, go ahead. I. What, what did I tell you when this when we had this conversation? I said, if they get older and if they want to, if they meet the right person, and now when, when it's time to get married, they gotta go through the whole process of confession and all the stuff. If they want to do it, they can do it. Uh, but I want them. I want them to let that be their choice. And am I saying this? You well, understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, well, you have to understand from the Catholic religion, and, and actually I am from the Catholic religion. My dad is from that. He was an altar boy. He grew up Catholic. So from the Catholic side of things, um, baptism is from a baby. Uh, yeah. The Pentecostal side of things, no, baptism has to be a conscious decision. Right, so from Catholic aspect, like why are you giving me that look? Because my boy's schooling you right now. He's not schooling me. I already know. I already know that he's not schooling me. See, so you also you come and you bring in your friend Delon because he has your back to come and uh, go against me. Okay, I got you. (laughs) You cracking up? I'm not schooling you. I did not say that. (laughs) You see how he's trying to get everybody in trouble. No, I'm just I'm just trying to highlight the differences. So when she says that um, they don't have a choice, understand from her belief, it's, that is true. Oh, yes. This is a decision that they don't get to make, right? So, and I and Stephanie, I can see from this standpoint why for him is like, well, no, I think they need to make that decision on their own. And that's the disparity that you guys have right there. Um, uh, that I don't know how you're gonna figure it out. Somebody's gonna have to agree. <laughs> <laughs> we still haven't figured it out. At this point, the boys are ten and twelve, so it's like I feel like I've I've my hands are tied and I've already given up that fight at this point. That's what that's where I'm at. Well, I'll, I'll commend you, Stephanie, for following um, your husband's lead. I mean, God honors that. Even though you disagree with him, you 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 let go your belief for his. So so that's honorable, um, and God sees that and He's going to honor it. Um, He's a keeper, man. <laughs> for sure, for sure, for sure. It's for cheaper sure. to keep him. Nineteen years, man. Nineteen it's, it's years. Cheaper, it's cheaper to keep him. <laughs> it's cheaper to keep him. Yeah, that's it, man. <laughs> no, but I I really felt that when it came down to it that I didn't want that to be the reason why we couldn't see eye to eye because my love for the kids and my love for them kind of made me push my faith to the side. But it, it wasn't, it wasn't the only decision that I felt that it could have gone differently, but I didn't think it was that type of decision that I wanted to like break up about or, 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 you know, I'm just trying to understand how the people of different faiths, that convert and 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 try to understand each other's religion, make that happen. And I'm like, I'm having a hard time right here because now he's saying all of a sudden he wants to go to church. I'm like, how come you couldn't say that ten years ago? Well, I've been wanting to, <laughs> like, I've been wanting, but I just here in Far Rockaway, I feel like I can't find the right one. I, I just, I just feel like I'm not gonna be motivated to go. I'm like, it's not gonna be enjoyable and fun. You know, I want it to be I'm enjoyable. I'm telling you, experience. COVID. I'm corner, t- telling you. <laughs> See? Have you thought of talking to 
Nana? What? Have you tried talking to Nana? Well, well, my mom's, my mom's the same way, you know? not the greatest source, and you she know? feels exactly the same as your dad. You know, she doesn't have to go to worship. She, doesn't, she feels like she, you know, she knows in her heart where her place is. So can she find it in your heart again? I feel it. I'm feeling it. You know, like, like I've been feeling for the last couple of years. I feel. You, have you been feeling something missing? I feel like something's missing. What's missing in know. your life? Don't tell. Don't don't. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. You need that fellowship, bro. You need that fellowship. You know, I don't know, man. I don't know. I just been wanting to to go back, but I just what, don't. I just. But what is it that you're looking for, though? Like, what is it you're looking for? I don't know. Is it something in career that you're looking for to fill in? Are you looking for something in your marriage to be filled in? Like, what are you no, looking like, for? Well, my career, I have a career, but I feel like I want more. What is it? But what another is it that TV? you're missing? Like, another like TV? I want more. No, we're not, we're not talking about electronics here. Electronics. We're not talking about electronics here. No. Like, I feel like I, I, I work, I could do my job. That I know it. That I feel like, because now it's to the point where it's too easy now. So I feel like I need more. I want more. Too easy. What do you mean too easy? You mean okay. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to understand what you're saying. You need something that's to fulfill something that you feel like you're missing, and you think that the church can fill that hole for you. Maybe I don't know, but I, I just feel like you know, growing up, we, I had this connection with my grandma. You know, she she always went to church and everything, so that was our connection, going to church and all stuff. So now I feel like uh, that part is missing. Now that both my grandparents are gone, I feel like that part of of me is kind of gone also like you know so i guess maybe that's my way trying to reconnect with them with my grandparents oh, you know like this goes deep the line you, you, the line you bringing out something yeah. else i didn't even know that's that's deep there bro i mean for me usually when i hear people say something is missing and they can't identify what it is usually not always but usually it's 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 your spirit side of you. See, and 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 because be, anything we don't spend time with, we don't know, right? For example, if you and your wife breaks up, and God forbid, um, or you guys ain't talking for a week, after a while, this woman that you thought you knew starts to drift away, right? right? For years now, you haven't tapped into your spiritual side, so you don't really know it. But but all you know because you are spirit. It's the, the only indicator. It's it's sending a signal to you, and all you can verbalize it as I don't know. I just know something is missing. Yeah, it's crazy because I had a dream. I think I told you about a dream about two months ago, and it was like very vivid. And was it in color? It was in color, and I remember being dragged. <laughs> I remember being dragged. Vivid color. <laughs> so I remember. I remember, like. Like being dragged by this thing into this corridor. And as I go through the corridor, I see this round temple with gold and jewels on top. And then above it, you see like the universe. You know, and, and I saw it very vividly. And I woke up and I told her about it, about this dream. And it's crazy because I've been thinking about this dream ever since. And it's been puzzling me and it's been bothering me like... You know, my, my question is, what is there after life? And maybe, maybe that dream was my connection to it. I don't know, because and, and and when I look around, I see like this temple of gold everywhere. That's your kingdom. And then I see just. Bro, you gotta go back to church, bro. Yeah, here, here, <laughs> here. Let the line interpret it. So, to my understanding, when you told me about that dream, 
that. You're like, oh, you watch Infinity War? And That's Marvel? what I said. Like, no. <laughs> She's like, you watch too much Infinity War. <laughs> Because you're seeing all these like the diamonds and the gold no, and this one is a round rotunda, and you can see all the columns, and I see like like jewels around each column where these big giant jewels, jewels, mm-hmm. and then when I look, I can literally see my vision looking at the universe, and I see just a black galaxy with just stars everywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I saw. So did you like see part of the future? Says something dragged you through something. Something dragged me through something. Like I don't remember. What, I was in, like okay. in a room, and all of a sudden I see this mm-hmm. this this thing in a robe, just like pull me. And I'm like, oh! And I remember talking. I remember I was talking to a few other people in that room, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, oh, I think this is my time. And I feel the the, the I see like this this the, this apparition in the robe come mm-hmm. to the doorway and pulls me, and all of a sudden it just quickly just navigates me to that area. And then I remember just looking up and I see this. Mm-hmm. And it's been bothering me ever since, bro. Uh, I swear to God, bro. I'm, I'm telling you, based on my experience, um, that is your spiritual side that's um, calling to you. My dad always told me, you know, when we are sick or if we're about to be sick or if something is wrong with our bodies, our bodies communicate us by sending a signal. So you'll feel a pain somewhere. And you're like, oh, what is that? Oh, or you feel a lump somewhere. Oh, what is that? That's your body's way of communicating and telling you something might be wrong. You need to go look at it. Uh, what happens in the spirit side, We it, come, it gets manifested in different ways, dreams, visions. And then how you know is that it never leaves you because you've had many dreams and you forget about it. But for some reason, this dream is just... It just it's sticking with, with you. you. Yeah, it's sticking and, and, every, with you. and every once in, like every... Ever since then, I've just been constantly... And I, and I drew it for her. I remember drawing it for yeah, you. Yeah, I was on a napkin. I drew it on a napkin. Wow. This, yeah. this is exactly what That's I drew. Vivid. That's vivid. And, and, and then here's the other indicator to let you know that it is the spirit because everything else that's not spirit is going to fight it. What I mean by that is if you had a desire to be an engineer, right? Mm-hmm. And I know you are you would have gotten up and went after it, right? You would have thought about it for a while, you went after it. Now, you, this thing has been hitting you for a while. This is how you know it's God. You want to think about it for a while, but the last thing you want to do is the thing that you already know that you need to do, mm. which is to get back to church. Mm. And that's the indication that that is the thing that you need to do. Talk because it's to him. Hardest. Talk <laughs> to him. <laughs> Wait, my bad. I forgot. I was, I'm here for you, bro. My bad. Let me switch. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Adrian. You have a question? Um. Well, since since it was like a dream you saw other people, do you think that people were having the same type of dream of you? Like, I know this sounds kind of weird, but like, what if people were having the same dream as you and the same thing, like, pulled them around and then they put them in the same room as you? Was it? Is it like a sign or something? Is it like? I don't know. It could be like we're gonna see the end of the world, or like not the end of the world, but like something that has to be related with you, like oh, like, like a shared you, vision, or like if the other people there, like it could be like either part of the dream, or people are having the exact same dream as you, like with having like different types of like perspectives, because maybe the person uh, doesn't see the same thing when you look up, because you see stars and galaxies, right? Like, this is the whole entire universe, right? That's what I saw. Like, that's I'm just... trying to figure out. Well, what I'm trying to say is, like, what if the other people 
had like different. Because what if that certain, what if that certain place that he saw when he looked up wasn't just the stars? It could be like part of the future. Well, again, if somebody has dreams similar to your dad, they might have a different interpretation of it. For sure, like, when they look up, it can't. For it's sure, not gonna, it's not going to maybe only be stars. It depends. It could be like, it could be like a child because a child could be like. Oh, so it's gonna happen later on in your life, like oh, you're gonna have a child. I feel like you're going in that direction of chicken. No, I'm not going in the direction of chicken skins. <laughs> Don't talk about the chicken skins. Okay, right. But um, like right, it's so, like leading right, into right. like a newborn baby right, or so, some type of that. Right, so let me ask you a question What's now, right? Huh? Go ahead. Uh, my question is, uh, you remember back in the days we used to stand up for the Pledge of Allegiance and all the stuff. You just say. You know, I pledge allegiance, I pledge allegiance to, to the, the flag, flag of the United States of America, right. to the Republic for which it stands, one nation under, under God, God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. Right. So you, you remember that? You remember that we used to stand up every morning. My country is exactly. a <laughs> No, sorry, no, <laughs> So now, like, like uh, do you think, you know, because they don't teach religion in school. You know, so, so you, school is secular. That's mm-mm. you know, but then you have Catholic schools that teach that. But then regular that's Catholic schools, school. That's Catholic. they don't teach it. That's parochial schools. So right? you think it should be practiced in school? Like, do you think you should go back to that normal, where you know, get yes. normal, get normal? <laughs> what are you talking about? Here's my thing. My thing is be consistent to the world mm. when it comes to this. Um, keep the same energy, and don't switch it. You know, um, because we say don't preach religion, but what is religion? Religion is a set of belief, right? Systems. And we are are doing that in schools. Uh, The gay agenda is in school. That's religion. That's a lifestyle. Oh, go back, go back, go back. What? Go back, go back. Say that one more time, please. One more time. The gay agenda is what? it's, it's, It's a religion. Mm. <laughs> you see, you see, you see. But, but what is religion? Religion is a set of beliefs, and we have a tons of religion. We have Buddhists, we have uh, the the Hare Krishnas, we have Rastafarian, we have, and all religion does what? It it provides a set of guidelines to live by. So religion is a lifestyle, mm. right? Mm. So. So would that be the same for culture? Right, exactly. Okay, okay. I'm following. I'm following you. Right. So, so if 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 I'm a gay person and I am telling you my lifestyle belief is I live with a fellow man and blah blah blah, that is a lifestyle. What is that? That is a religion. It's a set of belief of 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 how to live, right? And I believe that. My children should be exposed to certain things. We believe the same thing. Our kids should be exposed to certain things and not be exposed to certain things at a certain age. So to me, if we're going to say no religion, let's keep the same energy and just leave school for math, science, Mm. all the subjects, English, Mm. Spanish. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Let's just leave it at that. All the subjects. And let's not get into lifestyle choices. Mm. But we're not doing that. We're picking and choosing which ones are okay and certain others are not. I feel like you still can't. Everyone should have the right to live the life they want to live. 
Um, and usually when I speak to my Christian friends, they kind of give me the funny look when I tell them my belief. I believe if you want to live a gay lifestyle, you have the right by God to do so. Why? Mm, I don't know. People I, might argue I with you with that. that. I see that stuff. I was like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> now, again, the, the reason people believe stuff is because they only believe a set of beliefs that people have told have them. Have told them. Right. But if you study the word for yourself, and I've studied the word intensely, the Bible says that God, this is God speaking. He says, I have put before you death and life. This is God talking. He said, he didn't just put goodness in front of you. He said, the good things and the bad thing, I've put them before you. And then he says to us, choose. That's a flower of choice. And then he says, I pray that you choose life so that you might have it in abundance. And if you choose death, he tells you what's going to happen if you choose death. So if God treats me and gives me a life that I'm free to choose whatever I want to do, and he doesn't kill me. Because I made that choice. He doesn't kill my life and, and gets, you know, he, he allows me to make that choice and live however I want. Now, after I die is another story. That's when I get the judgment. But in the life, I have the freedom to make the choice. I believe if I represent the kingdom of God, I should replicate that behavior to my fellow human being. If you want to be gay, be gay. I'm not going to judge you. I'm not going to hate you. I'm not going to tell you don't hang around me because God didn't do that for me. Mm. If I don't choose God, he doesn't smite me. Mm. He doesn't give me a terrible life. He doesn't make sure, like, like how many terrible people we know that are rich, mm. you know, all good all good things come from above. This is what the Bible says. All good things come from above. And the Bible also said that the gifts and the calling of God are without repentance. Without repentance. I, means, I remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. Yep. Which means he doesn't take back the gift that he He's is giving you. If mm-hmm. you choose not to do it for him. So we, as representative of this kingdom of God, we need to treat people the same way God treats us. Mm. How can we say we love God but hate our brother? Mm. This is another thing the Bible says. How can you say you love God that you don't see, but you hate the gay guy who says he's in the gay life and you don't want nothing to do with him? You do not love God. This is what the Bible says about you. Mm. So... Again, if people are to really read the word of God, they will come out with a lot of things. And again, I'm going a lot of things that I was taught. I'm going against a lot of things in my church. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but that's what happens when you read for yourself. And you educate. Yeah. But my thing is, is that what you mentioned for, for that is about consistency. Mm-hmm. What applies to one, applies, it applies to, to both. Applies yeah. to all. Mm-hmm. That's that to me. I think is just the the foundation of and is consistent. If mm-hmm. there's yep. any way that I can be a good a pro, pro, you know proactive leader and productive, and I have to be consistent. If I want to be a, a better person, I want to be a better mother. If I I have to work on myself first, that I can become a person, a whole person, has a better understanding of myself. That I can go ahead. And share my life experiences with other people. And I think, I think through the podcast and being, having this opportunity talking to you, it gives me the opportunity to be a better person and to learn from other people and take action and, and take action and ask those questions. And, and 
you know, and 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 just and just be able to to do something that God has given me a talent for. Yeah. I didn't recognize that I had this talent until recently, and I think the same thing when Andres had that dream. I feel like now I'm, my spirit is telling me, Stephanie, you are more than just one thing. You yeah, are but, not just a yeah, mom. Remember, you are not just this. Right. You you now you have the voice for this. For the voice of reasoning. But that's how... But, but then, that, but okay, but look at what I'm saying. That. Now, he gave you your gifted hands because now you're going to school for nursing to try to heal. Right, right. Boom. Right. There's your that, gift. But that was my, my... But my spirit has been telling me that forever and I just didn't believe myself. Until, until recently. Uh, not, not even... Not even till then. Not even till to this day because I feel like I'm still a working progress. But the fact that I've recognized it an early enough to say this is what I'm meant to do or this is what I'm good at and this is something that I think that I can continue with, I think I'm in the right direction. And I feel like mm-hmm. with you, if you feel like your spirit is telling you that you're missing something, maybe you need the same thing that I, maybe I, like the same thing I'm discovering little by little and believing myself and being able to, to share my, my ideas and my experiences with my family and my friends and things like that. Maybe that's the same thing that you need. Maybe you need to go church. <laughs> Maybe you need to go somewhere well, and figure it out for yourself. It's only it's only the person's decision because right. it's it's up to that person to see what they want to do. Because sometimes there's people that feel like it's not necessary to go to church or believe in a type of religion. Mm-hmm. I mean, and when we met, what did we learn about today? That religion is a set of beliefs, right? Well, religion is. I feel like I learn. I feel like I learned too much, and I feel like I have to with my brain. What? No, my <laughs> no my, such thing. You're overloaded. You're overloaded. No, I think I think my brain just over overflowed. I know, and it's late. I know. So, Delon, I want to know what is the message you have for our listeners, our biggest supporters out there. What is your message to them? <sighs> Man, we've covered so much today. I enjoyed the conversation. Uh, For me, the takeaway is um, gain an experience with God for yourself. You know, go after God for yourself. Um, And what does that mean? That, you know, the word of God is is where we got to go. We got to get in there. and, and, And let's be real. We can't just do it in ourselves Mm -mm. we need to do it and then we need to uh what the bible says come and let us reason together um so after you have done your studies after you've come up with your own theories like i have done what i do i go among like-minded people like i'm doing in this podcast and let's talk let's let's talk you know let's bring brainstorms ideas and find good leaders that people that know better than you um, and more than you and and load off on them, you know, say, hey, I think about this, you know, look, I don't agree with this. I don't agree with that. See what they say and then go back and forth. I encourage people all the time to speak your truth, even though it's not going to be agreed upon. Absolutely. Absolutely. Delon, I want to thank you so much for being a guest podcast today i feel like we need to have another you know another part with you because i feel like this is not enough because <laughs> oh, yeah. sure, it was like so open-minded sure. today yeah this like, is so much stuff that we're still learning and still progressing and i can't thank you enough for participating with us in the podcast today i really you enjoyed your company me. today 
I think I oh, think you. you and Daddy had very good experiences when you guys were. Oh, we did. Oh, we did. Growing <laughs> up. Well. Hey, Adrian. Yeah. Adrian, what's up? Right? Mm-hmm. Adrian, I want to say that I love your mind. The way you process things, um, I know people are going to be like, when you talk sometimes, they kind of give you this kind of like, bro. How old is he? <laughs> you can't say that. Um, but you, you, you remind me of myself when I was young. And the way you process things, I can just see your future uh, being a great philosopher. I just want to encourage you to, to trust yourself, read a lot. Go after uh, the literature. Read the Bible a lot as well. He's saying to and read. As you grow, key word is yeah, read. You're be able to pull it. Yeah, yeah. Read a lot. Don't just do the games. Do the mm-hmm. games. Games. Yeah, because I did a lot of games growing up, boy. <laughs> you know, um, do all of that stuff, but add a lot of reading, and you'll see as you get older, your brain will pull it together, and you will be able to bring some new ideas to this world that we have yet to see and understand. That's true. Thank you. Words of encouragement. <laughs> we always give you words of encouragement, but that's always followed up by like, you need to do your homework. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. It's fine. It's part of the parenting. Well, we really, really enjoyed your company today. I guess so. We want to thank you for being on the show, brother. That was good info, man. Uh, thank you so much for having me guys. It was a pleasure. I thoroughly enjoyed myself. I know it's late, man, but we we'll, we we'll definitely got to do another one. You know, e- sure, even man. if it's just not yeah. about about religion and stuff, we could just talk about anything, any other topics. Anything you, know? you want, yeah. anything anyway, you want. You're always invited. Bro. You're always invited. Great, great, great. I'm gonna hit you guys up for some other stuff, ideas that I got brewing in my head because you know I'm I'm still in the rock. So you brainstorming. You brainstorming. See the brain, the the, the, the like the, the wheels are going. The, the wheels are going. going. Uh, yeah. The neurons are are uh, connecting. Yeah. They're, firing right now. They're firing a million miles yeah, a minute. So yeah, man, I want to thank you for Definitely. being here, bro. Thanks a lot, man. Thank you so much, Delana. It was uh, a pleasure. Yeah. You have a good night, okay? You too. Say bye, everybody. Bye. Guys, say bye. bye. Take care.